This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, the business station. Good morning, I'm Roshan Kanesan and you're tuned in to BFM 89.9. Boost may have started out as an e-wallet, but today it's a regional full-spectrum fintech player. On top of that, Boost is also venturing into digital banking alongside its consortium partner, RHB Bank. Today, we're going to be focusing on how Boost is digitally and financially empowering the underserved communities in the region, primarily micro SMEs. Joining me for this conversation is Eric Chong, the CEO of Boost Biz, and Stefanos Warsito, the CEO of Boost Indonesia, who will both be sharing their insights into how they've addressed the needs of micro SMEs and how Boost wants to help businesses reach their full potential through the power of technology data, and artificial intelligence. Eric, Stefan, thank you for joining me today. Good to be here, Roshan. Eric, maybe we'll start with you first. Uh, Could you give us the background on Boost's merchant solutions in Malaysia and a sense for how it's helped local micro SMEs unleash their potential? Okay, thanks for the question. Uh, Good question. A few data points before I start talking about the products that we have. Number one, micro SMEs in Malaysia are still lagging in terms of digital adoption. Uh, with about 77% of local micro SMEs at the very basic digitalization stage. On top of that, there are still about 15% of unbanked in Malaysia. Therefore, our key focus have always been uh, to serve the underserved and unserved, specifically the micro SMEs, by building a digital business solutions platform an ecosystem to enable the micro SMEs to accelerate their digital adoption and providing them with financial inclusion. Okay, So some of the products and services that we have launched so far, and I'll go through in summary some of them, right? I'm not going to get into much detail, with the first being micro lending. Okay? So our boost merchants today can enjoy a five-minute seamless application journey for Sharia-compliant digital microfinancing facility. This is obviously powered by our sister company, Boost Credit. The merchants can apply for loans from as low as 1,000 ringgit to 100,000 ringgit. Everything done through the Boost BSAP, right? And the loan disbursement will be within 48 hours upon approval. So it's pretty quick, very seamless and very quick, right, for the merchants. In 2020, we also launched a beach payment lake. This was launched during the COVID period because we realized that the merchants can't open the stores and they want to take orders, online orders. And obviously, the customers can't go out <laughs> to get to pick out the food and pay. So we, we launched this payment link specifically to help the merchants enable ordering and also to pay remotely as well. All right. So... This enables the micro SMEs to collect orders and it's doing very, very well today. And this enables the merchants to future-proof their businesses. In 2022, we launched Base Booster Premium. This is a solution which enables the micro SMEs to track their business performance for the past 18 months. So it's a rolling 18 months. This also provides insights to the merchants on their sales trends including customer analytics and a lot more. This enables the merchants to manage their business better, right? Using AI tools and data analytics tool. Also in 2022, together with Paynet, we launched an international QR payment 
This allows micro SMEs to accept payments from international customers and tourists, specifically from Singapore, Indonesia, and Thailand. So when they visit uh, Malaysia, they can use the home country e-wallet and scan the booths doing now QR and make payments in Malaysia. Right. So this is very convenient for the visitors and tourists from these three countries. So they don't have to pay cash. They don't have to change currency. So all they need to do is open up their local e-wallet and just scan the Boost QR. Very, very convenient. The final product I'm going to share with you today is something that we are very proud of uh, because we are the first in Malaysia and the only one in Malaysia to have this. And, and that is a Beast Merchant Wallet. Now, so it enables a B2B payment and transaction. And this enables instant statement into the merchant's wallet upon the completion of a sales transaction by the consumer. This frees up cash flow for the merchants, right? And through the wallet, it enables the uh, merchants to make payments to the suppliers or even business expenses or utility bills through the wallet, right? So this is something that we're very, very proud of. And I'll talk a bit about that later as well. Eric, thank you for sharing with us the progression here, basically the merchant solutions that we've seen over at Boost. I do want to now pay some attention over to Indonesia. Stefan, could you share with us a bit about Boost in Indonesia? Yes, Roshan. It's more than happy always to tell about the Indonesian market, right? It's, you know, one of the largest country in Southeast Asia, right? So on the regional front, Boost has been actively scaling in Indonesia as a key growth engine for our AI-based microfinancing business in Indonesia. For knowing Indonesia market itself, right, there's about like 62 million micro SME across Indonesia. We are more island and archipelago, right? And 95% of this business or the micro SME business in Indonesia, they are very, very serving in the micro enterprises segment where the most challenging in Indonesia is 70% of these businesses are like of the credit access in Indonesia, right? And then also to know that the population of Indonesia roughly about 200 million, 180 million, right? 50% of them is unbankable. Very, very limited for the customer in Indonesia to be bankable. Not to mention 26% of them are still underbanked, which prompted the OJK, which is the Financial Service Authority in Indonesia to aim in the last three, four, five years, you know, to find them, uh, the way to penetrate the financial inclusion up to 90% by end of the 2024. Hence, this presence is an opportunity for Boost to fill the gap of financial inclusion in Indonesia. For you to know, as of the first quarter of 2023, we've been dispersing about like 2.8 billion ringgit Malaysia of loans for Indonesia and Malaysia. Indonesia itself, you know, we've been dispersed about 4.7 trillion in Indonesia while we maintain a healthy low single-digit NPL rate in the last two, three years. The total disbursement even in Indonesia increased by like 13% year-on-year, whereas, you know, our loan book grown 24% year-on-year. With our ticket size of the loan that we're offering to micro SME in Indonesia, roughly about 60 million ringgit Malaysia or about 200 billion per month, make us one of the top micro SME fintech player in Indonesia today. In Indonesia itself, you know, we are expanding our proposition by partnering with the ecosystem. So we're calling like a closed-loop ecosystem partner, right? Mainly we focus on the industries like FMCG, telco, direct-to-home contents, and also some food supplies. 
because especially during this all three, four years pandemic in Indonesia, we can really help a lot of micro SME to grow and penetrating the Indonesian market. We also looking forward to see how we can transition our very successful fintech microfinancing models into the value added merchant solution and product similar to what has been taken hold in Malaysia. Stefan, thanks for sharing that. I think a lot of the numbers that you've shared with us there kind of give us the sense of size that Indonesia has and the potential there for Boost. Now, going back to Eric, earlier you mentioned a little bit for the background for Boost Biz here in Malaysia, along with the merchant solutions there. Maybe we can deep dive a little bit into some of the latest innovations and business performance insights over there. Yeah, so I'll talk about the Boost Biz wallet, which I briefly mentioned just now. But before I get into the details, right, 80% of B2B transactions in Malaysia, especially in the micro SME segments, are still being paid in cash. Right? So that's huge, right? And it is with this in mind that we created and launched the Boost-based Merchant Wallet to enable a cashless B2B payment. Okay, So this is, as I mentioned just now, we are the first and the only one in Malaysia with this offering. And it provides the non-registered merchants a wallet limit of 30,000 ringgit and registered merchants a wallet limit of half a million ringgit, right? So that should be sufficient to enable the merchants, right, to use the wallets to pay the bills and to pay the suppliers. Now, what's interesting about the Boost-based wallet or the merchant wallet is that it is integrated into the existing Boost-based app and it comes with integrated with a QR code payment functionality. And this enables merchants to further digitize their business with a very simplified transaction model. Now, the important thing about the wallet is it enables instant settlement and payment uh, into the wallet. Now, we all know that for especially micro SMEs, right, cash flow management is important. Right, a lot of the micro SMEs they live from hand uh, hand to mouth, right? Which, which means that the takings for today, they need to use that funding for tomorrow's business. Now, if the cash flow or if the money doesn't come in or doesn't get settled immediately, then they will have a problem with cash flow. So the merchant wallet enables the merchants to manage the cash flow better because we provide instant settlement into the wallet. Now. With the money in the wallet, the merchants can now also pay their business expenses, like I mentioned just now, but more importantly, pay the suppliers, right? Through the Beast app, through the wallet. A bit of stats, right? So within two months of launch, more than 20,000 merchants have already activated the wallet. And these are mostly from local, from the micro SMEs. And we've already seen thousands of transactions already recorded. So this clearly indicates that the boost base wallet is very, very important, especially to micro SMEs. And this is one way to help the micro SMEs digitize the business, but also at the same time, promote uh, cashless transaction, especially in the B2B space. So we're looking forward, obviously, to have a lot more merchants to come on board. And we are seeing very huge uptake right now, especially with our existing 600,000 merchant touch points in Malaysia. Yeah, so out of 50% are micro SMEs. So 
So huge potential to grow. We are obviously looking outside of our own base as well. So we're very, very excited with this wallet and clearly resolves the pain points of the micro SMEs. Uh, Stefan, as we wrap up these conversations, maybe you can give us a sense of the solutions that you have over in Indonesia and maybe how they differ from what we've got over here in Malaysia. Sure. You know, I mentioned earlier today, right, Indonesia is by by default has a huge customer base, right? So our Indonesia business is slightly different from a Malaysia, right? And then I also mentioned earlier that, you know, we grow like about 40-50% even from the total loan that we have between Indonesia and Malaysia, even though we are like one year behind when doing the, the lending and the business in Indonesia, right? So knowing that market is huge, right? The biggest gap in Indonesia that I mentioned also earlier, right, is 70% of micro SME doesn't have access on lack of the working capital when they do the business in Indonesia. Hence, in business Indonesia, we divide by two pillars. I spread it to one as the financial services, and the second one is the merchant solutions, right? So I'll come to the, the first one, is the financial services. Right, financial services basically is offering a lending. We have two different kind of product that we have under the financial services, which is the invoice financings and also supply chain financing product. These financial services allow micro SME to get financing for their business activity, venture into store expansion, paying their employee, and also realize their entrepreneurial dreams, right? So within this, with the supply chain financing, micro SME can buy a good true credit instead of cash. So they can take a loan, take the credit, right? Where boost come into pay to paying their supplier in advance. This type of financing can pay up to 100% of their invoices value issued by the principal or even distributor one level up without any collateral required. You know, as most of the bankable in the Indonesian market asking collateral, we do with a very unique one with, with an unsecured or no collateral base when they borrow the money from us. Binded by the regulatory that we only able to give the capital or the loan up to 2 billion, we're offering this financing period up to 90 days, even with the interest of 0.5% per week. On the other hand, there is a supply chain, the first one, it is the invoice financing. So it bridges the gap between the points of micro SMEs make sales and the time they receive their payment. So helping them to gain liquidity, you know, to reinvest in their business instead, using the unpaid invoices as a security. This financing disperses up to 80% of the value of the invoice. Again, no collateral, right? The limit is still 2 billion because that's the regulatory asking for our licensing to, you know, to offer the lending to the segment, right? The flexibility of the period is a lot shorter with the interest up to 2% a month. Besides these financial services in Indonesia, we also have another pillar. We call a merchant solution businesses. It's basically like a B2B businesses that we penetrate the merchant. In Indonesia, we have an innovative approach to increase digital inclusivity for Indonesia micro SME by providing access to financial service and supply chain network through our Boost Kedai and Boost Tempo. So there are two kinds of products under this Boost Merchants. Buskedai itself, you know, is an application or merchant application can be used by those merchants or retails in Indonesia, offer a variety of services that allow micro SME or small 
medium enterprise uh, SME to gain access to different supplier. So they can reach out many different distributor and supplier to get the product to purchase. Even managing the customers, also the, their inventory when they have a lot of products they buy from the distributor and managing their financial solution. On the boost tempo itself that relate to the financial services that we have, right? This allow the merchants or the retail in Indonesia to apply buy no pay later solution for cash flow flexibility when buying goods from suppliers. Because the boost tempo itself, when we are offering the loan or the credit, is using the financial services. In summary, both of the financial services and merchant solution in Indonesia aim to pave the way of micro SME to be unstoppable by empowering them with the accessibility tool to grow in Indonesia. Eric, Stefan, thank you so much for your time today. Thanks for having us, Roshan. Thank you, Roshan. I was speaking with Eric Chong, the CEO of Boost Biz, and Stefanos Warsito, the CEO of Boost Indonesia, on how Boost is addressing the needs of micro SMEs. I'm Roshan Kanesan. Keep you here to BFM 89.9, the business station. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, the business station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.